Hello, I'm Matt Dolly, and this is another edition of Viper Bites. Earlier today, news broke that a settlement between the NFL and the NFLPA, and essentially Watson and the Cleveland Browns, had been reached in regards to a suspension. The settlement is more than what Judge Sue Robinson had originally handed out, and that was on six-game suspension, but here are the details. Watson is suspended for 11 games and will receive a $5 million fine. Watson will also undergo a treatment program there for everything. Watson is officially suspended for 11 games and will be fined $5 million. On top of that, he will also have to go through a treatment program per the NFL. Watson's $5 million fine, along with a $1 million from the NFL and a $1 million from the Browns, at $7 million total, will go towards nonprofits around the country to educate people on healthy relationships, promote education, and prevention of sexual misconduct and assault. Watson's suspension officially begins at 4 p.m. on August 30th. He'll be eligible to return to the Browns facility on October 10th and resume practicing on November 14th, per league sources. Watson is eligible to play December 4th in Houston, 700 days after his last regular season contest. So people are asking, why 11 games? Why not 12 games? 12 games is a nice, even number. Well, you know what? Sure, maybe the NFL has a little bit of their mindset on a Deshaun Watson return to Houston thing. But here's the other thing. Deshaun Watson needs to have full play status in six games in 2022 to accrue a full season. That's probably why, more often than not, that the suspension is 11 games. If you recall, Watson's camp had threatened to sue the NFL had he been suspended for the entire league. If he had been suspended for 12 games, therefore, he would not have accrued a season. Therefore, we probably wouldn't be seeing a settlement right now. If it was any longer, Cleveland would have to pay a $1 million in base salary for Watson in 2023. Now that, now that it's all said and done, and we're looking at only 11 games, all that is guaranteed. Yes, that's $46 million base salary next season, guaranteed. So where does that leave the Browns now? Well, it appears that Jacoby Brissett will be handling things until Watson returns. That is unless the Browns deem 11 games too much and make a play for Jimmy Garoppolo, which we have heard those rumblings in hopes to keep those playoff hopes on track. But Garoppolo, he's not there yet. So let's look at this Browns team with Jacoby Brissett. Browns GM Andrew Barry asked if Jacoby Brissett will be the starting quarterback for the first 11 games. His answer simply, we have a lot of confidence in Jacoby but he did not close the door on adding at the position. Not exactly a good old pat on the back, Jacoby. You're our guy. Now, in 11 games last season with the Dolphins, in relief of Tua Tagovailoa, Brissett was 141 for 227. That's 62.7% completion percentage, 1,283 passing yards, five touchdowns, four interceptions. This is less than ideal. His best game last season came against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where he was 27 of 39, for 275 yards with two of his five touchdowns coming in that contest. The last time that Jacoby Brissett was the man was back in 2019 when Andrew Luck retired right before the season. I remember that Andrew Luck retirement. We were in the middle of our home league draft and a guy literally drafted Andrew Luck probably 20 minutes before he officially announced his retirement. Now, <laughs> I will never forget that. In 2019, in that campaign, Brissett would complete 60% of his passes, along with 2,942 yards and 18 touchdowns. It's probably a safe assumption to say here that Cleveland will need to rely on the ground game early and often, at least until Watson returns. That means Chubb and Hunt 
will certainly be in the running for a thousand yards rushing each, making them possibly the first Canada to do so since 2009 when Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams accomplished his feat with the Carolina Panthers. Yes, I know Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram did this in 2019, but that's a quarterback and a running back. We're talking about two tandem running backs here. All the receivers, all the receivers, they take a huge hit. Cooper, he's still going to get volume. And yes, he's probably going to see still a greater target share than what he had seen in Dallas just a season ago. But the yardage and the touchdowns most likely will not be there. David Nojoku, now he's an interesting one there. He may see a slight uptick in production, especially on short and intermediate passes. As for Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's a bit of a field stretcher, and that's how we know him. And Brissett simply does not have the arm for him to be a viable fantasy option. The real dark horse here could be David Bell, who is used to producing despite poor quarterback play per his tenure at Purdue. With nearly 1,300 yards during his junior season and averaging 13.8 yards per reception, Bell made his money on those intermediate routes and picking up yards after the catch, which will certainly help Brissett here and this Cleveland Browns offense. Just look what he did when Purdue went up against top five-ranked schools on multiple occasions against both Michigan State and Iowa. Bell went off, hauling in 11 passes and going over 200 yards in both those contests. More on Bell. Looking at the leaders from this 2022 rookie wide receiver class in avoided tackle percentage after the catch. Sky Moore, 27.66%. Garrett Wilson, 27.14%. David Bell, 26.88%. He's going to get the job done. Contested catches? Hey, David Bell, he's got you there too. He is one of the leaders on those contested catches from the class. From 2019 to his draft year, David Bell's 41 contested catches were the most in this year's draft class. We all know what Watson is capable of doing, but we haven't seen him in any game action since 2020. Luckily, his first game back just happens to come against that Houston Texans team in Houston, which is interesting, causing all kinds of stir, especially on social media. Now, back in 2020, Watson led the league in yards per attempt at 8.9 and passing yards at 4,823 while adding 444 yards on the ground. Even if Watson essentially after two seasons without any kind of play can average 25 fantasy points per contest, that still only adds up to about 150 fantasy points on the season. Definitely not worth stashing on your bench. In one QB leagues, forget about it altogether. Super flex, okay, if they're deep benches, absolutely. But you're going to have a guy on your roster that's going to take up a roster spot for at least 11 weeks with no guarantee that he's going to be productive once he returns. If you are in that area where you're considering drafting Deshaun Watson, these are the only quarterbacks that you could possibly pair with him and not need a third quarterback for the bye weeks. Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield. So, okay, you've really only got a few, a handful of options that you can even consider drafting Deshaun Watson, which I'm in full out avoid mode. Now, let's take a closer look here at what Deshaun Watson can do when he's in the lineup. Going back to that 2018 season, Watson threw for 4,165 yards, completed 68.3% of his passes, throwing 26 touchdowns to only nine interceptions. In 2019, 3,852 yards. 26 touchdowns again, and then, of course, that 2020 season where he went off for 4,823 yards and 33 touchdowns to only seven interceptions, and that's just what he does in the air, not accounting for what he can do from the ground. We are not discounting what he can do on the field if he's right. However, I don't think he's going to be right. Now, for Amari Cooper, 
When Watson comes back during that back end of the stretch, even if Watson is a shell of himself, Cooper will now see an uptick in his production. Expect Cooper to see very similar type numbers to what DeAndre Hopkins and even Brandon Cooks were accustomed to going back to their Texans days in which they've both been more than capable of 1,000-yard seasons there with Watson under the helm. And hey, I'm going to throw this out here right now. Expect Will Fuller to sign with the Browns sooner than later because he seems to be that one guy that's always tied with Deshaun Watson. And now that this finally seems like it's coming to a close, we finally have some closure, so to speak, as far as fantasy is concerned. Expect Will Fuller maybe, perhaps, more than likely, signing with the Cleveland Browns sooner rather than later. With that said, head to fantasypoints.com. we got a new promo code for you right now, 22VIPERS10. That's saving you 10% off that Fantasy Points subscription. Get over there today, and we'll see you next time.